Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, he's able, isn't he? Hallelujah, Jesus. We worship you. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. We serve a God who is able, amen, to do what he said he'd do. And the Bible says above anything we can ever ask or think. So whatever need that we have, God's able to supersede it and do something even greater, amen, in, our, in your life. We just have to believe for it, amen. Amen. It's so great to uh, get together to begin just to sing and to feel the atmosphere change and the presence of God coming. That's what it's all about, right? That's where the doing comes in. When the Spirit of God begins to come and move, amen, and change and transform people's lives, hearts and minds, everything about us needs to be touched by God. Amen. It's so good to see everyone here this morning. Amen. As we can uh, go with the word of the Lord today, Genesis 1 and 26, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Amen. I want to talk to you today uh, about uh, seeing the unseen, seeing the unseen. To greet a few people as you're seated this morning. Amen. Um, with the, the etch, as each year passes by, uh, the beginning of uh, the year, they usually have a uh, a big technology conference uh, here in January. As many other uh, venues and uh, events and things happen at the beginning of of the year, automobiles have automobile uh, shows showing off their new cars and models and all these things and. Uh, there's a technology one, and I'm sure there's uh, ones for almost any industry. Uh, but the technology one, I like technology, and so being able to see these things and the new uh, uh, advancements that come along, and it's it's amazing to see how much uh, advances within a year uh, technology, whether uh, it was probably in research and development for many years, and they've had it. Now they decide to release it, but uh, every year it seems like they have new products and new things coming out that are a, a leap forward uh, in progress and a, a technology um, so much further than it was last year, even a few years ago. And, and God forbid you start thinking about technology that was uh, over 10 years ago. Uh, or even, you know, uh, technology, the advancement of technology where you can have something called a, a phone without a, without a wire, uh, how advanced that was, a cellular device, 
Um, and that was, you know, 20, 30 years ago. I remember my dad thinking he was cool, had his humongous box, black box in the car. I mean, it looked like a regular phone, but uh, it was in the car. And, you know, you drive around and you think you're something having this uh, technology and uh, uh, being on the cutting edge of that. But nowadays our, our phones, uh, our cell phones are so advanced and even every year, they, they release new phones every year. It's like, uh, you know, how much more can you advance than what has already been advanced? And, uh, you know, you wait a couple years and you can finally maybe see it, it worth, worth upgrading. Of course, they make it easy. As soon as you buy a phone the next month, you get a notice, you're available to upgrade. You want to buy, you want, you're able to spend another $1,000 if you want to get a new phone. You just bought one. Uh, but uh, obviously with the advancement of technology and, and prices and everything goes up, but um, our, our cell phones, um, they have so many transistors in it and computer stuff. Um, the, the last one that I saw Apple did that they broad, uh, broadcast and were uh, boasting about was like over 11 billion transistors and they can do 11 billion transactions a second processing power. Uh, inside one phone. I mean, we can't even think of uh, 11 trillion uh, transactions. I can't even fathom all of that, but that is the day and age that we live in, and we are in such uh, a society that is advancing and advancing leaps and bounds um, every single year. And we're able to see further and further into space than ever before, uh, you, you could just years ago, just the natural eye, that was the best you can do. Uh, then obviously the advancement of the telescopes and now all of a sudden we have these massive things in space. You can see, uh, all of that. Um, uh, but it's, it's really incredible, uh, to see some of these images from supposedly hundreds of billions of light years away across galaxies and all of these things. Uh, it's like we're, they're going searching so far to see things, but yet here things on the earth, we just, we can't, we can't figure out like they, they can, they can see the, the gases and see stars forming and exploding from billions of years away. But yet the thing that's growing inside a, a, a woman's womb, they're not sure if that's life or not, you know, like give me a break. Uh, of how crazy it is. Uh, we can see in the space, we can see in further depths of the ocean, explore places we've never done before, thanks to advancement in technology, um, all, uh, all, all that. And, and because of technology, now we're able to understand our, our bodies and ourselves even better than ever before with being able to map the, the DNA of our body, what makes us who we are, uh, all the sequences and chromosomes and all these things. We're able to see where we come from and who our ancestors were and uh, where they lived and originated from. They have tests out there. You can submit your blood and DNA and they'll tell you your, your history and uh, what part of the world uh, that you, uh, your ancestors lived from. And as cool as it is, and as much as I would really like to do it, I just, I just don't want to give my DNA voluntarily to some database out there uh, that who knows what will be used for. Uh, but uh, it's all coming, closing in uh, around us uh, at some point anyways. 
but um, your DNA will be able to tell you uh, you came from your parents and uh, from your mother and your father. That's why you look like them and maybe even act like them, whether you want to admit it or not. Uh, I think the older uh, one gets, the more they realize, the more they are like uh, their parents who may, maybe at times in your life you said you'd never want to be like them. Nature has a way of humbling us, doesn't it? <laughs> you look in the mirror and you do or say something and you just, you're reminded of your, your father to your mother and you're thinking, man, what in the world's going on? Uh, it's, it, it is, uh, it's us who we are, we think we've arrived at some kind of level and, and, and how, how, how smart and how knowledgeable we are, but yet things, many things still do not change. Uh, and stay the same. We just try to uh, advance and and try to ignore those things and and change them in our minds, but they really don't change in the world. And uh, you can legally change your name, but you're still your parent's child. Uh, doesn't matter what name you adopt or, or or that you are still your parent's child. You can move across the country or even across the world and try to run away from who you are or where you came from, but you will always be your parent's child. And with technology and medical science, you can even try to change your gender as there's, uh, everything's going on nowadays, all this craziness. But you'll never be able to change your DNA. Um, and again, with the advancement of technology, that uh, statement is proving to be... Uh, uh, not so absolute any longer as they are uh, now experimenting with uh, gene editing and, and cellular uh, changing and transformations, uh, being able to patch uh, DNAs and go in and find exactly where they want to alter something and change chromosomes and a few clicks here and there and everything, things are, are slightly changed. And uh, we are in the, in the beginning stages of it, but uh, with the advancement of technology, who knows where that is leading? Uh, well, we know where that's leading, uh, where we are now experimenting on and really humans and, and all of these things where uh, uh, what kind of drastic effects that's going to happen will be found out. Uh, but I don't think God intended for mankind to start playing with the code of mankind. That's when we're starting to, we're, we're entering into the God realm, I think, when we start playing God and just changing these things. And um, I, I think that's, uh, it's not really in the Bible, but that could definitely be a sign of the time where Jesus is coming soon. Because uh, if he are allowed to allow all of this to con- keep on continuing, what, what kind of world would we be in? And how much of, of humanity would actually be left as opposed to altered or, or not altered? We have, we have uh, seeds, that g- genetically modified seeds, GMOs and foods. Are, we alter our foods in many different ways and fashions. And I guess that's one, at one instance. But when you start stepping into uh, altering humanity, uh, that obviously, at least in our minds or my mind, that's a huge step. A uh, huge line that we're crossing, and uh, they are uh, moving forward, uh, whether morals or ethics or not, they're just moving forward with that. Um, I saw something from the uh, 
the president of Bayer Pharma- Pharmaceuticals a few weeks ago talking about they're excited. They're getting into gene therapy or gene editing and, and cellular therapy. They call it therapy because they don't want to call it editing, editing genes and, and cells because that's not uh, an acceptable term. Uh, if you say, hey, let's, let me come and alter, edit, edit and alter your genes, you're like, no, I don't want to. But let's do some gene therapy. And, oh, okay, sign me up. Uh, he actually said that uh, like two, three years ago, uh, he said if we were to ask people to come and uh, let us inject something in you that will edit your genes and, and alter your genes, they would say, he, he said 95% of people say no. But he said, thankfully to, the, to, to COVID and the COVID vaccine and the mRNA technology in there, uh, that has opened the door for that, and they're moving forward with that. Uh, and so that is all part uh, built into that uh, where they can do that. Uh, and so that is the world that we live in today, uh, and technology is advancing uh, more and more. Uh, but uh, we, we cannot... Uh, change who we are and and humanity is trying as they are going further and further from God you can see how this this is kind of all working together the the less God we have in our world and our society the more they begin to experiment and they are themselves are stepping into the God realm we don't need God we will be the gods we will do these things and we will alter uh, things and make changes the way that we want to do uh, and so we cannot live outside of who we are and outside of our nature uh, because that is how we were made and it is written down into our genetic code of who we are. And so if I were to take a, a, a GMO watermelon seed, you know, uh, uh, the ones, they don't have the black, those, the watermelons that don't have the black seeds, they have the white ones uh, that uh, we, we like and enjoy. I think it's the black ones that are the ones that actually produce uh, a, a seed or a vine. I, I haven't tried planting a white one, but uh, maybe so. But anyways, you put a, a, a seed on your desk and a, and a glass of water, and you say, grow the juiciest watermelon I've ever had. Well, if you've taken that from a GMO thing, it, it, that may have been removed. And that, that is, is, is not going to work anything uh, or grow anything from that. Um, and so, uh, and we, we see that uh, that is how we are beginning to uh, do things in this world. Um, it's not going to grow in water and grow uh, another fruit because that's not where it came from. That's not where uh, the source of it. Genesis 1.24 says, uh, let the earth bring uh, forth living creature after his kind and cattle and creeping thing and the beast of the earth after his kind and it was so. And so uh, and the fruits of the, uh, of the seeds and plants, uh, they have to go back into the ground because that is the source that they came from. That is where they thrive from. When God made seeds in the trees, he spoke to the ground and they came forth. And when he, God made fish, he spoke to the waters, and the waters produced fish. And he made creatures in that, that roamed the earth. He spoke to the earth and to the ground, and out of the earth came those creatures. And so that is why you cannot take a fish and throw it on the land and expect it to live because that's not where it was created from, the realm that it was in. You can't put a cow in the water and expect him to live and grow and produce in the water because that's not 
where they were made from. Um, and so when it came to mankind, what did he do? What did, what did God do? God did not speak to the ground. He did not speak to the dirt. He did not speak to the earth. No, uh, he did all of those things for all the other things in, this, in creation. But when it came to mankind, he did not speak to the ground and say, bring forth man. He actually said, he actually spoke to himself. Genesis 1.26, God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness. The trees he spoke to the ground, bring forth trees. Bring forth to the water, bring forth fish. And out of those substance came those things. But when it came to mankind, uh, he just spoke out loud to himself. Uh, and so that is the substance that we came from. Uh, our, our beginning of our life came from God. Genesis 2 and 7, the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground, breathed in his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Yeah, our, our body came from this earth, but that's not where our life comes from. Our life comes from God, from his spirit, as he breathed inside this, that, that physical body, and man, then man became a living soul. Until God breathed and the spirit of God moved inside of him, uh, Adam was just there a, 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 a standing pile of dirt or laying down on the ground a, a, a dirt angel uh, until God did something and that's where he came and so even though we are made from the dust of the ground that's not where we came from our being our essence comes from God himself uh, and so uh, that is why uh, our source of life comes from God and God alone uh, no matter where else we, we try to go for to find life or, or sustenance or uh, satisfaction, the things of this world are not going to satisfy us. Uh, only God and his spirit can do that uh, because that is where we uh, came from. That is where we originated from. And so uh, how can man exist apart from God? How can we truly exist apart from God? If we were literally created from him, uh, we cannot then exist apart from him. Fish cannot exist apart from water. Um, and uh, as I said, cows or chickens cannot exist in the water. Uh, and so we cannot exist apart from God. And so... Um, uh, how can man say that I don't need him or um, I, don't, I don't even believe in him to exist? That's just the foolishness of man uh, speaking up, but we know that we cannot uh, truly live apart from him. And so um, everything that we look at, every, from every person to every plant, uh, carries a genetic code from which... Uh, it is uh, derived from and what it is uh, made from and what it is looks like. It all depends upon all this code. And so it goes all the way back to the beginning when God first created these things and the things in it. Uh, we began to see uh, God just speak these things. And uh, it's not like the, 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 the image of a tree was inside 
uh, the earth just waiting to, to bring forth. It, the Bible says that the world was uh, without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And, and so this world really had nothing in it. Uh, to offer except when the Spirit of God began to move upon the face of the waters. Then we saw something starting to happen and transform uh, this world into an unhabitable place, into a place that we, you and I live now. Uh, and so uh, where did all of these things come from? The, uh, you know, the fish came from the sea and the cattle and, and the, the animals came from the land. They did, but... Um, they first originated in the mind of God. That's where all these plans came from. Genesis, or John 1 and 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. Uh, the Word being uh, logos or, or thought or concept or, or plan. Uh, and obviously that particular verse is talking about the, the, uh, the plan of salvation, how he would come to earth, God would come to earth himself in a body, make a body for himself. But uh, uh, Jesus did not uh, exist or appear um, in a physical form until he was born through Mary. It was just always in the mind of God. This is the plan. This is where I'm headed. And uh, we know that before uh, the world was even created, God had all this in his mind. Uh, not just uh, the plan of him coming to earth and saving us, but he had uh, all of creation, every single creature and, and plant and animal and bug and the millions and billions of uh, creatures and bugs in this world. God had uh, them in his mind before he even spoke the, the first thing into existence. And so uh, here we look around in creation and this world that we live in, and really it is uh, a visible uh, representation of something that actually was invisible at one point. The trees you look at, uh, before God spoke them into existence, they only existed in the mind of God. But then God stepped in and, and all of a sudden now we can see something that is actually invisible. And if you cut all the trees down and burn everything out, they're still going to exist. Maybe not physically, we can't touch them, but they're still, they still exist in the mind of God. Uh, and so uh, saying that God does not exist is, is, is crazy talk. Uh, as you and I, we would never confess to that. And uh, maybe at some point of our life we did, but uh, we know the word of God and, and how uh, it describes all of these things. And so we all exist because of the code that's inside of us and through the spirit of God. And so... Something else that does not exist physically, even nowadays, but actually is invisible and is in the mind of God is, is, is mathematics, if you think about that. Uh, mathematics, we have a mathematics professor here, uh, so he'll, he'll let everyone know how much I do not know about math, uh, but uh, math is, is, is a mental thing. Sure, we write down 2 plus 2 on a piece of paper, but it, that doesn't mean, and if you take that piece of paper and you burn it, does that mean you just d destroyed that? No, it's still, it's in our minds. We can do math in our minds. It's, a, it's an invisible thing. But yet, uh, you know, where did that come from? Where did the, the concept of math and all of these things come from? Well, no, nobody created, you can't, you, none of us can create that. 
we can't create math. It's just it's just one of those things that has always existed. It's this constant. I mean, uh, and if you go, if you leave Earth and travel with Elon Musk and, and you land on Mars, on Mars is two plus two still equal four? If you travel to the other side of the galaxy, places will never reach, and you go and you write a piece of paper, two plus two is four. Does that still equal four over there as it does here? And so there's, 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 uh, there's something that is, exists in, in the invisible, uh, but that didn't come from us or mankind. It came from God. Uh, and uh, we, we know that... Um, uh, we get all of our scriptures are thousands of year old uh, uh, verses and letters and epistles and, and, and things from uh, God used people thousands of years ago to write those things down. And, and they uh, describe many things to the best of their ability. And in the book of Revelation has lots of things and symbolisms and things that uh, John did not have the words to write. And uh, if we saw the things that John saw, maybe we would be able to be more descriptive because we, we know a little bit more nowadays of how things work. But uh, it's all good and well. Uh, God made his word however he wanted it to be written out. And so that's what we have. Uh, but even... Even Paul, who teaches a lot about the body of Christ and uses the examples we have as many members, um, he, Paul, I don't think Paul knew about DNA uh, and, and how we understand DNA and, and, and how it's even more complex and, um, than, than what even Paul understood about it. And so he probably would be fascinated by the, the, the thought and, and, and understanding of, of the inside of humanity, how, how deep it goes and how we are interconnected. If he can uh, preach about the unity of the body of Christ with just our physical members, imagine if he would be able to get a hold of a microscope and, and, and see all those cells and how, how intricate those things work, uh, what kind of uh, messages he would have derived from that. And, and we are in a world today where we can see those things that they did not see. Uh, and so we live in a world where we see things uh, that are actually uh, invisible. Uh, when Jesus uh, walked the earth, uh, Philip said, show us, Jesus, show us the Father. And what did he say? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Because Jesus is a physical representation that uh, God manifested in the flesh, made, made known in the flesh. And so if you've seen Jesus, you've seen the Father. Uh, because no man can see God. He's a spirit. He's invisible. You can't see him uh, except in some form of manifestation. And we saw that uh, in Jesus Christ. Uh, and so clearly seeing the invisible uh, through uh nature and the world around us. Uh, and so if you put up, put up picture number one for me, um, does anybody know what uh, this is? Now, I, I know what you think you th it is. Uh, you're going to say it's a fern. It's a fern. But actually, this is, is not a fern. This actually does not exist uh, because... Go to the next picture. This is actually what it is. That is a, a mathematical formula. And I don't even begin, I wouldn't even know where to begin with that thing. Uh, X plus Y equals two. That's that's pretty complex. So this I don't even know where to begin with this. 
so this is a mathematical formula. Go back to picture number one. Uh, and so this is through, again, the advancement of technology, they're able to put in numbers into that formula, and this is what comes out. And again, this is invisible. This is a formula. Uh, whoever discovered that formula did not create that. He just discovered it. It has always existed. That formula existed uh, when Paul was writing Corinthians. That formula existed back in Moses' time and Abraham. They didn't know about it. It was just uh, this man discovered this formula, and I don't even know how you begin to discover something like that. Uh, but what is uh, amazing is uh, how this is, this is invisible. It only exists in minds, and thankfully technology and computers now can, can plot this out and say this is what it looks like. But actually that is invisible. But yet, isn't it amazing, you can walk out in the woods and you see something that looks like that. Where, where did that design come from? Well, we, we found out that this is a formula, but where did the formula come from? Obviously, uh, we know it comes from the mind of God. Romans 1 and 20 says, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power in Godhead, so that they are without excuse. And so Paul is expressing and teaching that uh, even creation itself is a testament of, of God, that there really is a God out there. Whether you uh, believe it or not, creation tells a story that there is a God, and we can clearly see just from that picture of that fern, that invisible fern, that, hey, how is it that something in nature uh, is actually a reflection of an invisible formula? And you can't tell me that there's not a God out there. How can, how can the Big Bang happen and, 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 uh, and just an unexpected explosion happen and we come out of an amoeba pile, but yet how is it that that explosion also created math? And how is it that uh, the Big Bang created that formula, but it also decided that was smart enough to figure out, hey, let's make a, an actual fern that looks like an invisible math formula. How can we be an accident? How can we be an accident? You can't be because uh, it's all intelligent design behind and God is behind all of it. And so if you go back to picture number one, here, here is the beauty of this thing. And this is called a, a fractal, F-R-A-C-T-A-L. And actually there are many other fractals out there, mathematical formulas that just create just these things, these just beauty, beautiful things, imaginary, uh, they're, they're, they're imaginary, but yet through the computer source, you're able to, to plug it in and, and creates his, uh, uh, image, images of, of beautiful work. Fractal. So this is called a Barnsley fern because Barnsley discovered that formula. And he didn't make it. He just somehow discovered it. And there's all kinds of other things. But uh, uh, go with me for a second. And so we see on the surface of what this looks like. Uh, it looks like a, a leaf of a fern. And so the beauty of these fractals, 
these mathematical formulas is that they are pretty much near their 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 perfection their vis their visual images of perfection because if you zoom in on them let's take that first lower uh, leaf on the left if we were to zoom in on it what is it going to look like it looks like the main one and so on that first le leaf on the left Let's zoom in, if you could, on the first leaf on the left, on the first leaf on the left. What is that going to look like? This is, this is infinite, infinitive. It goes on for infinity. You keep zooming in, and what do you get? You get another picture of what that is. You zoom in on another leaf. Guess what? Boom. And it's, 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 it's perfection because you're going, and you, go, you can go on for infinity, and you're still zooming in on a leaf, on a leaf, on a leaf, and it's still spitting out the same exact image of the original one. Uh, and so... Uh, that is how complex uh, just a, a mathematical formula is. And can you imagine the complexity of our, of our bodies and, and, and our DNA and our cells of how complex it is uh, when we uh, begin to zoom in on things? It just, it, it just opens up to something, uh, a depth that we, we can't even see or express on the surface. All of that exists invisibly, but yet... We're now able to see these things. And uh, if we were to, uh, let's just say, use this today as uh, the image, we're going to say that this is a, the body, a body of Christ because we, we have an image of this. Now, I know Paul uses our, our physical body. Uh, Jesus is the head, and, and we are, there are many members as he understands, uh, and, and he used our physical bodies as the, the illustration. Uh, but we can, uh, we can use this today uh, because we have technology. And so if, if this is the body of Christ, and the body has many members, uh, but yet we are all baptized into one body by one spirit, uh, and so uh, if, if we were to go look at another leaf, what are we going to look like if we start zooming in? It's going to get the same picture, right? It's going to keep on repeating the image uh, of the original. Uh, and so if we are the body of Christ made up of many members, uh, where, where is our source come from? Where is our beginning? Our beginning is God. We were made in the image of God, and so in his image did God create man, and male and female, he created us. And so uh, I know on the surface, we may look at, we have our differences, and we have our different colors and, and looks and features and all these things, but if we're able to begin to examine and, and begin to look inside each and every one of us, what are we going to look? What are we going to see? You get down on the cellular level, we all, all of our cells are the same. They all work and function the same way. Uh, just our surface is, is, is a little bit different. The only thing that would be different would be just our genetic code, which is all uh, still very similar, just varies a little bit here and there. Uh, and so uh, we are the body of Christ made up of many members, but yet inside of us, 
the thing that brings us into one body is the spirit of God, and his, the spirit of God is perfect. If we were able to examine the spirit of God or to put uh, the spirit of God in a, in a formula or whatever, what, what kind of image would we get? I, we don't know. It's impossible, but it, it may be something like this where it's just infinite. You just keep, you just keep uh, zooming in and, and zoom, 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 and you're zooming in for eternity, and you're still seeing the same old thing. Uh, because that's how perfect and fine uh, it is. And that is the spirit of God. And, and before God came into our life, we are a mess. We are broken. We are all messed up. Uh, but we, get, we were born of the water and of the spirit. And we began to f- experience a new birth and receive the spirit, receive the power from another world. And that began to transform us. And we are no longer the same person that we used to be. I'm thankful to be baptized in Jesus' name and to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, that I can have, uh, uh, be connected to God again through his spirit. And so I know on the surface we all are, are a little bit different, but inside, if we all have the same spirit, then we're not really much different on the inside, are we? If we start zooming in uh, on, on a leaf here, on a leaf over here, and a leaf here, and a leaf here, are we going to get all kinds of different leaves, or are we going to eventually end up all at the same focus of the same foundation, and that is in the image of God, uh, because that is where we came from. That is our source of life. And so whenever we, 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 we walk in the flesh or we have carnal thoughts, we, we may think of that person across the way, I mean, I can't, I can't really stand that person or I can't I don't want to be around that person well what is that really saying if we're all connected to this and deep down if we all zoomed in inside of us and began to look at the source of our life the source of our being who is it that is really inside is it us or is it God And so we know there's no fellowship uh, with light and darkness and so there is that distinction uh, between ones that are born again and and those are that are born of the world, uh, and so it's that the the spirit of God that does this transformational work inside of us, and so we are the body of Christ made up of many members, but yet it's not like we all uh, paint a different picture. No, we all come together and we all paint one picture, and that image is not of you, it's not of me, uh, it's not of uh, your brother or sister. No, the image that you and I paint uh, is the image of Jesus Christ because we were made in his image and after his likeness. Uh, and so we cannot say, uh, truly say that we, we hate our brother or don't like our brother or sister because uh, beneath the surface, don't we all have the same spirit? We may not like the carnal aspects of uh, of each other, the, the, the personalities and things that were made from this world and, and all of these things. But uh, if we are truly are born again of the body uh, into the body of Christ, then who we really are, uh, the source of who we are and should be who God is molding us and making us is after his image. And, say, and so who can say, as, as James says, um, I love God, whom I have not seen, but I can't stand my brother or my sister, who we have seen or who we li- who who we interact with. If 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 we uh, can't stand to be around them, and how can we say that we love God? 
whom we have not seen. Because if we were to take a, take a, a microscope and be able to zoom inside our, our brother and our sister, a spiritual microscope, and if we were able to zoom in, uh, keep zooming in and, and see uh, the source inside of every single one of us, uh, we'd be able to see the Holy Ghost. And we'd be able to uh, be, understand that we are all part of, of one image and one body, and that is Jesus Christ. And so uh, that is how we, we are to come together. Uh, as Bishop was talking about the, the rhythm of agreement, and uh, this ties into that, how uh, we the, the source of all of us, of all of our life, is, is the Spirit of God. And so if we, if we get aside, if we push aside the carnality and the flesh and start digging deeper inside of who we really are into our beings, we're going to come and we're going to tap into something that is eternal, something that goes on forever and ever. The, the, the deeper you go in, the more you really realize, oh, I still got a ways to go. Uh, it doesn't matter how long you've been uh, walking with God. Uh, he is infinite and eternal. And so you start zooming into another level and say, oh, wow, look at, look at what I see down here. It's a whole new world inside here, but yet it's still a, a picture of the same, the same thing. If you stand with me today, And so whether we realize it or not, understand it or not, and I think we do, but we all need one another and we are all connected to the same body. Our code is the same. When you're born again, you're, you, you receive a, 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 a spiritual nature, a, a new nature, a new heart. And it's not of our own. We, we can't get caught up on focusing on, on the, the, the flaws and, fail, uh, and failures of, of our old self. We need to be focusing on the new thing that God is trying to do in us. And what he's trying to do is he's trying to align us in, 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 this, uh, in this image of a, the invisible God is who we are uh, trying to represent. We, we're trying to be like Jesus and to, to, to reveal his glory and his light in this world. And so we can easily get caught up on, their, on our old self and our old ways and our old nature. But that does not paint the beauty that is inside of us. And that is in the... the the Holy Ghost inside of us that we need to allow uh, out and to flow more in our lives and through our lives and to connect with one another uh, like never before because we didn't all get a different spirit. We all got the same spirit baptized into the same body and so we need to love one another and reach for one another because in, in the, deep down inside we're all really the same, aren't we? It has nothing to do with you or me, but there's an image inside of us that is a testament of who God is and his perfect plan and his, and his, his uh, imagination is being revealed through creation. And so we don't need to be tearing down our brothers and sisters and, uh, and attacking other leafs or members of the body. Why? Because inside of them, deep down, it may be a little bit deeper, but deep down, God is in there working in them. And that's what we need to connect with, the spirit of God inside our brother. Don't unlatch on to the carnality. Latch on and reach for the 
the spirit that's inside of them that we can all connect together and be this beautiful image of the mind of God as it is expressed in this world the best that we can be. And so this year as we strive for one another and pray for one another, let's grow together and closer together with one another and Jesus will begin to reveal the beauty of what he has in his mind. We can't even comprehend this and how much more can God do in us if we begin to lay aside our differences, lay aside our different cares, our wants and say, God, there's something inside of every single one of us that is the same and that is what we need to strive for. Amen. Why don't we begin to close our eyes and worship the Lord that God, it's not about me. It's not about my wants or my desires or my looks, but God, make us into your image, God. Form us again, God. Closer together, one another. We prefer one another, Jesus, that we may be made into your image again, God. That your glory, 